You're now listening to Chris Spiracy. Chris X Matt. We question everything. Break the matrix. We are the ones they fear. If we don't make the change, it's never going to change. Yo, 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 what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Chrispiracy. I am your host, Chris X Matt, the one and only. And there's many Chris's out there, but there's only one Chris X Matt. And that is me. That is I. Welcome back to the only podcast that continues to break the matrix. This is episode 44, the big 44. Master number, mm, I don't know. We'll see. I'll ask today. Um, I, our guest is the first returning guest of the season. I have not had a guest back at all this season, and this is the first guest that I'm bringing back to the show. And it was only mandatory. Uh, synchronized, it just synchronized the way it did. He ended up doing my 22nd episode, and um, we talked a little bit about numerology in that episode, astrology. We talked about the flat earth, and it was an amazing episode. It's called Atomic Science, and you guys should really go check it out because I recommend it to a lot of people. I go, I still go back to it and listen to it, and it was a lot of heavy information, a lot of good information, and um, just have an open mind to it. And uh, this is the 44th episode, so I was like, yo, I got to get you back on the pod, bro, and continue a conversation. I really wanted to talk about, I really wanted him on because i wanted to talk about enemy years and friend you know just energies and shit like uh energies that go together energies that don't go together um chinese astrology shit basically uh and you know we're in an ox year i'm a rooster it is my friend year or my friendly year i don't know how you want to say that shit um my enemy year is approaching though 2023 would be my enemy year so just interesting, you know, some people don't believe in astrology. Some people do believe in it. A lot of people believe in Western astrology more, which is fine. Whatever is your, you know, your preference, um, just really dive into it and really study it. Don't really go with the mainstream media uh, goes with if you're into that shit. Because, you know, Western astrology really is a turnoff. It really is because that's why I was always turned off to astrology because, you know, Women, women and their astrology are funny. <laughs> uh, but when I started getting into it, um, I got intrigued by it, and I started seeing the synchronicities in the in life, in the world, and even in my life with the energies. 2017 was the year, the last year of the rooster. I started podcasting 2017. Overly Blunt podcast started 2017. I didn't know about this shit back then. And this is what I mean by sometimes it just syncs up. Sometimes you're not even looking for it. Sometimes you don't even know and it just it just aligns like that. Maybe that maybe you had a bad year. Maybe that was your enemy year. Who knows, you know? What if it, it just the energy wasn't aligning for you? Maybe a certain month of the year wasn't good for you because the planets weren't aligned, you know? Your energy was off. I don't know, you know? Sometimes that's the, that may be the reason. So I just find it very interesting that it the way it aligns and it synchronizes in my life um you know even just the numerology aspect of shit but um yeah and then 2011 was the last cat year so that was my last enemy year 2011 the good thing about 2011 is i graduated 2011 i'm class of 11 but i wasn't a big car accident 2011 that's just that's weird you know i i don't i didn't i didn't want to be in a car accident but why did it happen 2011 i don't know it's interesting um 
So, you know, it's just the enemy years, the friendly years. That's initially why I asked, I asked bro to come back on the show. But uh, we're also going to talk about shadow shadow work. We're also going to talk about um, um, men's work, healing, some more healing. You know, I'm all down for healing, guys. If you guys haven't listened to the last episode or uh, episode 41, actually, with Pat Moyes, we really we get into a he talks about his journey into like shamanism and then doing getting into hypnosis and using hypnosis to heal and not really using the psychedelics and substances to you know deal with healing. So it was a good episode, and I he yo, I feel like I unlock a new level of myself every episode. To be honest, I feel like I shed a layer of whatever you know every episode. Every guest is like a therapy session for me. Um, I'm always learning on this podcast. I'm healing on this podcast, and it's been an amazing journey. Uh, so, to have my guests come back, you know, means a lot to me because that means they fuck with me. That means they like the, you know, they they like the energy that I give out, and um, that's what I really, what I really do this pod for too. I like building with people, and I'm the, the connections I made because of conspiracy, y'all. I have connect. I feel like I have connections kind of now everywhere, all over the country, kind of, and that's it's just so dope that this podcast, the level that it's at right now, has connected with me with some amazing souls, and. I've just grown so much from even the 2020, you know, when the pandemic first started to now. It's been crazy, crazy growth, crazy mindset. Um, finally, I feel like I've been vibrating at a higher level these last few months uh, since January, since I've had my humbling sciatica experience and I was crippled for some time. And, you know, everything happens for a reason. And all that shit happened right before the ox year. So when we stepped into the ox year, I feel like I've been on like on go time. And the way everything's just aligning right now, the way, you know, it's just, it's just, I can tell you guys so much shit and I just don't want to do it. I, I'm, I'm trying to practice to also shut up and not say too much because <laughs> I'd be talking too much. Uh, but yo, let's get into today's episode because I'm excited about it. It is episode 44. Um, you know, for the you, you hip hop people, Jay-Z did have an album called 444, wink, wink. I wonder why. Uh, well, I don't know. Is it a master number? I don't know. Um, you know, the people that that I get my numerology information from don't really talk about a 44 master number, but I do feel like every number has some type of energies to it. And obviously they're not sharing all their information. And maybe our guests can answer that today. What if, if this 44 have a, uh, you know, a, 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 I don't know what energy it has. And you know, his username does have 44 in it too. So today on Conspiracy, we're joined by our good brother, Clyde Warren. How you doing today, bro? What's up, brother? Great to be here with you and connecting again. Thank you. Thank you again for your time, bro. Uh, like I said earlier, your episode, I recommend it to people. When they ask me what episodes they should check out, I say, Fowl Azul, Clyde Warren, and Brother Berg. And that's no hate to all my other guests. <laughs> that's no hate. I just have a top personal five in mind, in mind and uh, those are the top three so far to me. And, and conversations are always changing and they bring new perspectives when we re-listen. Just mm-hmm. like you said, you like to go back and re-listen, right? I, I like to go back and listen to stuff I've heard too because you just there's some richness that you just, you know, you get over that period of time. And while you're talking about all of these, the enemy energy and stuff, I just, all these little stories I'm going to tell you today, I just started coming in my head of like my own personal experiences right. with dealing with enemy energy and opposite energy and just being like, yeah, it's a, it is such a journey. And it's it's so amazing how you know, like you say, I feel I'm vibrating way higher than um, last time we talked, even, and I feel very present and aligned with my ancestry and all. I've got mm. a story with that about uh, friendly and enemy energy. So 
I think that's why my voice is a little like trembly because I'm just like, ooh, I can, I'm, I'm ready to talk about this stuff. Let's so. talk about it. So, you know, you were here for episode 22. It was, what, I don't remember what month that was. I think that was, what, September? Uh, right around October, November, or, November? Or just after November, so I think, yeah. So it's been some months, you know, and we we, we kind of talk sometimes through messages real briefly, but this is the first time I guess we're, we're, we're you know, really getting into it and having conversation. Um, What has been going on with you, Clyde? How you been? How you been dealing with life? How is this, you know, 2020 pandemic bullshit? been uh you know affecting you or if not well so yeah so, when I, so i was very anti-mask because i knew uh that this was all starting before it started and not that it would look like that mm -hmm. but that there was some fuckery coming and and i knew that in 2017 2018 and then it just kind of like when it the pandemic hit i was like here we go you know here's the here's the start of it so i the first time i wore a mask was october 7 6th um, and I feel still betrayed myself in that way. And I'm telling this because what I realized is like, in order to combat this new world, we have to go into it and we just got to like deal with this, what it, what's happening. Right. And get, get on board with the fact that we're going to have to do, we're going to have to make compromises to push ourselves through. So yeah, I, I recently moved to New Jersey, uh, right after we talked mm -hmm. and, uh, been in a pretty hard situation with a lot of like very challenging men, um, who aren't uh emotionally aware in in many senses and who have you know maybe lower vibration patterns if you will mm -hmm. um but what it really did was to ask me you know who i was uh, over and over again and uh, and this is my 11 personal year and mm. man i knew it before going in and we can talk about that too it is this is the best year of my life honestly mm. and, it, and i get and i i have i'm master 11 i have 11 in, in my chart and um i before the year started i knew it was coming and so i was just galvanizing myself uh, through that and the 11 is you know a phoenix rising from the ashes mm. and so it was just very much like that for me it's like every time i was just like okay i'll just die like take me and i'll become something new you know and again and again and, and so coming out to jersey it was like i had formulated a lot of stuff but there was still more to go and we're almost at the end of that of my personal year but anyway so i just um was in a hard situation and I started looking at these men's works groups, which I've been looking at for a while. I'm a facilitator at Descending Men, one of the founding fathers. And um, there's a group called Modern Renaissance Men, and they're in New Jersey. And I just got linked in with them and a couple of brothers from who live there and started meeting them. And all of a sudden, just feeling like, you know, there's a lot of conscious people. There's a lot of conscious men, you know, versus the the other duality I was in of, of like this kind of unconscious space, you know, hardworking labor type of stuff. And and really just like sitting in both these spaces and and uh, letting them heal me and and let me see my mirror right and mm -hmm. have to deal with things and then be like you know what i i can deal with that i can i can get better from this and all of these kinds of things so honestly this has been such an amazing time in my life i see and we'll talk about some of these stories but i see divinity like you know i see her hand everywhere now you know in the sense of like i i keep thinking oh i need to do this oh, i need to do this and then i turn my head and like she's just smiling at me and she's like you're right where you need to be mm. you know why are you so worried about getting over here or going over here like please just walk with me and i'm like god that's so nice to feel comforted by you know mother in in that sense and right. great mother if you will or whatever so anyway so yeah so that's kind of what's been going on with me and now i'm looking um getting more into the coaching space i recognize that uh, holistic modalities are very very important because the world's been traumatized by covid and the entire world right and so 
in order to heal that trauma, now more people need to step up and, and use holistic modalities or mm. um, breath work, you know, these kinds of just simple, basic routine things and being um, conscious and doing it and then being an example to other people. And so getting more into that space and uh, still writing my book on Instagram and writing a couple other books behind the scenes and uh, just kind of just jamming and just doing what I do, I guess. So working on a pod. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get, yeah. I'm trying to get Clyde to get a pod going, guys. I'm trying, this guy knows his shit, and I feel like he has a lot to say. But um, <laughs> so you were, you said you were facilitated at a men's workshop, or you're facilitating? Yeah. So um, so yeah. So I had a um, well. So uh, ascending men is a new group, and and Nick Novak is the creator, original creator. And I'm one of the founding fathers, so I'm one of the guys who's creating that group. We're still exclusive; we're not allowing other men in yet. What is this um, group? In, what is this group in uh, Intel of? Yeah, so basically, just conscious men getting together, uh, sharing their stories, speaking from the heart, mm-hmm. uh, speaking with truth, holding other men accountable, um, and you know, really raising the standard of a man. Because if you have a very good man. The women, the other men around him, the children, everybody benefits mm. when you have a strong, you know, purposeful leader who's smart and is dangerous, but use, wields his sharp sword wisely, right? Mm. You know, um, one of my brothers told me a story about a samurai coming back to his home and the samurai um, sees there's a squatter in his home. And the squatter, squatter says, it's my home now. Screw you, blah, blah, blah. And the samurai goes to pull out his sword. And the squatter goes, do whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, and he spits in his face. And the samurai pauses and he puts his sword back in his sheath and he w- walks out and he leaves. And he comes back three days later. And the squatter says, this is my house. Get out of here. You already left, you know. Mm-hmm. And he says, three days ago, you made me angry. And it would be against my code to strike you down in anger. He said, I, today I am not angry. And today you die, right? And it's like that. <laughs> And, you know, and, and the story is basically just to say is like when we right. wield our power properly, right, mm-hmm. we can do these these things that are meaningful in spirit and in the physical. And so a lot of that is with the Ascending Men is, is about um, gathering the brothers together and creating a, a space where we can help build each other up as men and, and have brotherhood and, and to be witnessed by other men in your hardship. And it's something when another man sees it, you really there's something just biological that you know, boosts you up and makes you feel stronger. And so I'm a part of that group. I'm a part of a group called uh, Modern Renaissance Men, and they are a bit larger group. Um, I'm not a founding father of that. I'm just a member, and I enjoy that. Um, and I get to, they have, you know, weekly meetings. They have guest speakers. They've got good good community on this app um, called uh, Mighty Networks. Mm-hmm. They have their own one on there. And then I'm also a part of Mindful Manhood, which is a – a small group that's uh, just kind of getting off the ground and it's just about being mindful and having these kind of conversations. So in the men's workspace, there's all kinds of groups formulating and, um, and they're just really good to just have a space where, you know, guys can connect and talk about their problems. It's not, there's not locker room talk. You know what I mean? It's like, how, what's <laughs> happening with you, brother, you know, what's going on with you and tell, you know, I see you and speak with brevity and like these principles. It's not like, Hey man, the sports game, which some people want and that's totally fine. But the men's work that I'm in is like, we're in to, to make ourselves way better because we recognize that the world needs us. And what led you to, 
to uh, what led your interest to that to want to be part of men's group or healing and helping other men? Absolutely. Well, so uh, as we alluded to before, and I'm actually more comfortable saying it now and stuff, but I was I was raped as a child. Uh, my mm. father was the main predator, and mm. I didn't. And I'm the only boy in my That's family. That's heavy. Um, that was heavy, class. Fuck. <laughs> sorry. Damn. Uh, um, well, I but it's that. okay. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. I'm as sorry. As I'm sorry. I'm, I, I have accepted that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go super heavy, but just to say that, like. Um, it's okay. That's the, that's my reality, you know? And, mm-hmm. and the truth is, is like, that's, I think that men ha- who have sexual trauma have the culture is to bury it mm. and that create, and, and what you do when you bury something is you carry it and then you, it just shows up and you don't even know it. Right. So by speaking that truth, by being honest about it and saying those things, it's like that actually lets just clear some air, gets right. the energy out. I get you know, it, bro. Releases it from you. So it is heavy. It's a heavy shock, but when you sit with it and you let it flow out, it's like it it smooths the water. Do, and I have to tell this story because do you mind me asking uh, my story? Do you mind me asking um, how long like have you been dealing with like this like it, it affecting you, or is it recently that like, you just you took charge and was like I'm gonna heal I'm gonna heal from this or you know? Yeah. So um, I basically my basically until twelve, from the time I was a toddler till till twelve there was. Oh, a lot yeah. of shit stuff happening, right? Damn. And um, and then after that, I kind of got I got left alone because I did I wasn't needed anymore. And with the narcissists, you know, you know, I'm sure you've heard that, but it's not needed. And so I basically kind of went to sleep for a long time and just lived normal life, if you will. And um, but I was always like acting out or doing, you know, being unconscious, reactionary, very reactionary, like, you know get me heated and you'll see that dragon and that bull come right out, you know, and mm-hmm. just be a reactionary, angry dude about, you know, and people are like, why are you so upset? I'm like, I don't even know. Like I'm just pissed inside or whatever. So in um, <laughs> 20, yeah. And so in 2016, um, I had an experience that reignited my uh, memories and I felt safe to, to bring it out. So that really changed my perception. And it's interesting. We'll, we'll talk about that later, I guess. But, um, it's just interesting how these things kind of unfold. And so I had already been trying to heal my family and cause we couldn't talk. We already had problems and that was a big motivator for me. And then when I realized my trauma, I still was pushing towards healing my family, healing my family. And then slowly over the years, it's like, you know, just heal yourself, just keep working on yourself. And like, I moved the motivation from like, I have to fix this huge problem for everybody to saying like, let's just fix little problems for me. Mm-hmm. And those, and by just fixing those little problems each and every along the way, it's really, really helped. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I think that that's kind of the healing journey I've been on. And so that's why I'm starting to share my story more and more because the reality is, is like, I think that the, you know, male to male rape in this culture is, um, a, a scourge in our society, you know? It's a thing for and sure. so, um, yeah, so that's kind of my healing journey with that and remembering that and then trying to uh, just slowly realize that I'm a divine being. You know, I was raised Mormon, I was baptized Mormon, but like this last year I did my own like ceremonial baptism for myself, you know, and baptized myself and said like to, with the earth. And I said, I'm baptizing to you, mm. you know, Mother Earth. Like th- it's me and you, you know, I'm not going to this religion. I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm going to get in this waterfall and fall in the water and, and let you bathe me, you know? That's beautiful, bro. You surrendered. Exactly. 
Damn, Clyde. I don't want to start the epi- I don't want to start the episode. So well, that's where the, the men's work, right? It's right. all like men's work in the sense of like um, <laughs> that's the point is is uh, not everybody has that same story, but some right. guys are having a divorce, some guys lost a wife, some guys um, you know lost their business, so, or you know whatever it is. It's all the same. We all feel the same pain. We all feel the same joy. You know what I mean? It's just different, and and just shows up differently, and that's the beautiful part of life. So, but we live in, in these spaces. It doesn't matter what you're going through. The other men are there yeah. to stand presence. It's, it's just you. that we, it's saying? unfortunate that we live in a society where it's just like, oh, no, that's gay, bro. That's gay, man. You over here healing with some gods. That's gay, bro. And it's like, bro, what? yeah, man, you have to find, everyone needs some type of healing. Everyone needs some type of healing, bro. And have, talking to my last guest uh, or talking to my guest, Pat, you know, he, he even put it in, embedded into my head that even when you're young and you might get whippings and stuff from a little kid, like, at the moment, you isn't it's not traumatizing like that to you, but it gets in, it gets imprinted in your mind. And then when you get older, it's probably a reason why you so re, that you react to shit a certain way because of that trauma. But you don't even it's not even that deep to where you think it's trauma. So uh, everyone does need some type of healing, bro. But it's just unfortunate that it's looked you know for men it's looked you're gay <laughs> if you yeah if you do healing. Well, and also like um and and that's changing, and these men are making it also really cool because mm. they're really cool and and that's the and that's the thing it's like healing not healing it's like if you're a cool genuine person it resonates yeah, you know bro. what i mean i'm trying to make all and this the simple shit cool. thing <laughs> i want to make all this cool to be honest like, yeah. there's no shame you like know? you said at the end of our last conversation you said you wanted to normalize or make being consciously uh spiritual uh cool again yeah i can't remember the line but you said something about making spirituality especially like, masculine cool. spirituality that's it, yeah. Yeah, but we need more masculine. And that's why I, I always say that I was turned off to astrology because the women make it look corny and all about relationships and all about, oh, you're this, you must be like that. And it might have a little bit of truth to it. That's why it was always kind of accurate. But when you come into like the real astrology and the real numerology and all that stuff, it's like, oh, okay, this is this is dope. Like there's men that really into this and that do this shit. Obviously, you know, Gary made it look cool. And um, yeah, I, that's what I give it to him. I'm like, bro, you made you made men want to do all this and learn about astrology. So speaking of, speaking of that, I got to give the guy, the guy credit. He developed a a wonderful cipher and he's built his own community. And, you know, I mean, hats off to him, you know, but I think that like the, the type of men that I'm engaging with now, you know, are more complete as beings in a certain sense, because they're dealing with these, whatever challenges it is in front of them. And it's just like with the mask thing is like, when I say traumatized, it's a very simple thing, you know, and I think human vibration put this out or something, but, or someone did, but how do you program the subconscious mind? You know, mm-hmm. you, uh, traumatize it symbols repetition, right? And so trauma, trauma can be very basic as putting on a mask, mm-hmm. a very simple, small thing. Right. But it, but you do it more over and over and and it becomes like this conscious thing. So even with just small things that happen in our lives, we have to like, not see them as trauma, but just address them as the fact that, oh, I felt this way in this situation. I'm not going to bury it away or I'm not going to, you know, get myself busy so I don't look at it. Right. I'm going to, you know, actually take a moment and be like, wow, that was uncomfortable for me. I'm not really happy with how I showed up or what happened there. Um, let me recontextualize it and then let it go. Even, you know, something very Accountability. Simple. Accountability. Yeah, exactly. we, need, we need more men to be men like that yo it's okay to be wrong bro but admit you're wrong you know it's like man 
Yeah, man. I'm really trying to change that narrative too in my own way. You know, I like how you do your work and you do it in a different way, but it's still effective. And um, I, I, I'm also trying to, you know, make men more, be more conscious of, you know, the way we talk, the way, you know, just your feelings do matter, bro. You know, your feelings do matter. Um, if your girl don't want to hear them, if your you know, family don't want to hear them, that's why I think, you know, meditation, yeah, you know, you can meditate. You don't need nobody's help, but having someone there to just balance, you know, thoughts and conversations with is, it's the best, bro. And that's what this, this is what this podcast has done for me, where I can reach out to people like you if I feel a way. I can reach out to Nicole if I feel a way. I can reach out to a lot of these people and be like, I'm not, you know, I need a reading. Not, not that I need it, but, you know, they can, they guide me a certain direction to where, cool, I got the insight I needed, you know, so. You have your apparatus, you have your tribe, your community, you're building conscious creators. So I appreciate it. And, and I just say this, I, I confronted my father uh, just I, just before we talked or maybe after, and and we'll get to the 44 and enemy energy and we can move to that. And ju just to close up the brother the br brotherhood men's work stuff is I confronted him and I got the, you know, the, the kind of confrontation I expected, which was, it was calm, it was a, conversation you know Damn, it could have been heated it could have been all this yeah. stuff but i showed up how i wanted to but one of the things i said is like i'm sorry for what happened to you mm. and he said and he said you know it was hard growing up without a dad and that and he got real genuine in that moment and i was like wow and then and then he and then it went back to you know kind of not again right but that s small sliver of him giving me that honest truth and that's what this you know the these brotherhoods are about is like being a father to the fatherless and then becoming a father to the fatherless right mm. so like yeah my dad was around but he wasn't really my dad in that sense mm -hmm. you know there's other things right but so like now i have the opportunity to act like a father for other men and what power and beauty that gives me and how much better of an actual father when i become one because mm. i'm not yet would i will i be right you know what i'm saying and so um just like you're saying i think you know making the conscious awareness you know, of men is, is great. And if you, if, if anybody hears this on the pod and they want to get involved in men's work, they want some direction on where to go. My thing for me is I've been around holistic healing for many, many years, but I haven't been that big of a facilitator. Cause I've just in the desert area where I am, there's just a lot of yoga teachers, breathwork people, sound healers, you know, and I've just been blessed with the ability to have them. And now I'm realizing back East, I'm like, I need to be one of these people yeah. because I need to help. Right. And so if you're a, a man who's looking to get involved, I can point you into a direction that will be very specific and helpful. Or I know you have resources. We can collaborate, whatever it is. Yeah, but whatever. If you're a, a young man or even an older man who's feeling like the, the call and, and feeling like you want to kind of get engaged in these things, we can guide you to a place that will help you find exactly what you're looking for. So feel free to reach out to me, just putting that there, uh, you as well. And just to say that, like, if you're feeling it, please step into it. We call it leaning in. Lean into to the fear. Lean into what makes you uncomfortable. There's, there's still um something. Yeah, I feel like I still need. It's not like I need it, but there is a stuff that I would, you know, I still need to talk about. You know, definitely with the with with some healing. Just you know, just questions. And you also, and you know, when you come in the group, it's not like you have to come tell everything. Right. Like I just did. Right. 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 You right. can just sit, observe. You can tell one random story. You know. You just, I just take what you want. From I definitely it would be like rest. you though. I definitely would be do something like you though, because I'm just blunt like that. Like I have to get everything out the way, you know. But mm -hmm. yeah, that's a beautiful thing, Clyde. I really, you know, that's everyone at Clyde Warren forty four, right? 
Yeah, on Clyde, Instagram. On yep. Instagram, okay. And then on Twitter, C K C Clyde Warren. Clyde Warren, yeah. So my my first name's Charles, so I just put the C then Clyde Warren. Yep. Yeah, y'all gotta tap in. You know, he'll he'll especially men. If you're listening to this man, and if you're interested, hopefully you're still listening in this episode. How you know you haven't turned it off because it ain't something you want to hear. <laughs> if you're still here and you're interested, if we got your attention, tap in with Clyde. Do do him that. You know, he can he can send you where you need to be sent, and it's okay. We're not gonna you're not gonna go tell everybody. You ain't gonna put your DMs out and nah. Like it's it's gonna be between y'all. Uh, and that's the huge thing with these groups. It's very, it's confidential. Mm -hmm. It's not therapy. This is, you know, community, right? And it's confidential. And the thing is, I'm sharing my story, and right. I did share the samurai story, but that's a, and yeah. you know, a, a, a like a myth or whatever. But I'm not. I don't tell other brothers' stories because that's not my story. I don't tell anybody yeah. that I know's trauma story because that's not my story to tell. Right. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. their story. So I'm just telling my story. And being my witness to what I've been through, right? And that's what everybody should be doing, um, I, in many ways. I always hear the term thrown around, you know, shadow work, you know, and I kind of have an uh, an idea of what it is. But does all that stuff involve shadow work? That you're talking all the healing? Yeah, and so the idea with shadow work, right, is that it um, when somebody presents you with something that triggers you, what they're really doing is holding up a mirror to you, and you're seeing you're seeing the, that problem manifested in, inside of yourself right so for example um i was i was at a i went to go volunteer at a retreat and when i got there they didn't give me an orientation or anything and so i just went and sat in my tent for like an hour and read and i was like you know shouldn't i be doing something like you know all these thoughts like they didn't give me direction like i'm just out here in the tent are they going to judge me and and like then I went back in and like, nobody's judging me, you know, no problem. But I had to sit. That's the shadow, right? Mm -hmm. So the mirror showed me my shadow and it's like, I'm so worried about them, about uh, achieving for them or whatever that I, that I didn't realize like, oh, everything's okay. Like everything's fine, dude. You don't need to, there's nothing to worry about right now. You know right. what I mean? And I'm sitting here worrying about nothing that isn't real. So that's the shadow. And so when you start to work with the shadow and look at it from the mirror's perspective, when you, when a hardship comes up with you sit with it, mm -hmm. right? You sit with the shadow, you can start to actually turn that shadow into, uh, light. into light. Yeah. And some, and, and the, and the light is kind of like now that shadow will be cast to other people and other people can see that shadow. I also think there's a portion where you can remove the shadow completely, but a lot of the shadow work guys talk about the fact that now that if you bring it into light, then the shadow will cast in a different way to other people and help them see themselves. Not you're like not hurting someone. You're just holding up the mirror and saying, right. Hey, just by acting, just by being yourself. Right. So when I, like, for example, when I said that at the start of our conversation, um, about my shadow, right. Mm -hmm. It's like somebody might hear that and that might be really challenging for them, but if they stick with it and hold the mirror up, right. Then all of a sudden they, they have the opportunity to, to really investigate what's inside of them. Mm. and not not it's not my story it's what's inside of you but it's what my story brought out about you if that makes sense mm. so that's that's kind of shadow work in uh you know a, a, in a nutshell if you will yeah because i always uh, i always hear it used in the in the sense of when someone like when you're scared of something and when you have some type of fear like oh you got shadow work to do bro you got some work to do so I always hear it thrown around loosely, but I've never really like I don't know if I need shadow work. Maybe I do. I don't know. You know, I think do does everyone need it or everybody needs okay. it? Yeah, everybody because okay. everybody's carrying something, right? And it's not that you have to release it. It's not that this or that. It's it, I, need know, time, it. You, I need to release it. I need to release it. 
because you don't know how it's showing up right you don't know like like i was at the pool yesterday and i was with a couple of friends who i've known and and none of us are in like that great of shape i mean i feel like i'm in great shape in a certain sense but like never like um I'm not oh. feeling like I'm like jacked. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like we take our shirts off, right? And I notice like my friend's kind of like putting his arms like this, you know what I mean? And like kind of covering, like just being a little awkward. And what I'm and I'm like in my head, I'm like, this is sh- that's the shadow. There's mm. just a subconscious whatever going on where he doesn't feel comfortable to just sit with me with his shirt off, you know, because it's like societal thing or whatever, you know, whatever it is. And I also started feeling that discomfort and I'm like sitting with it for a minute and I'm like, okay, no, it's fine. Like I just have my shirt off. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like there, there's not, but, but you, d- we're in these social dynamics now. And especially since people have been separated and not, uh, you know, in community together, there's going to be all these weird social dynamics where you go and you engage with people and you're going to be like, Oh, I'm just going to go home and not engage. It's like, no, 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 please sit and just, mm. and just listen to what you're being shown and sit in the uncomfort because the uncomfort breeds this ability to become comfortable with it. And when you become comfortable with the uncomfortable, you can do anything, you know, and that's with the men. It's like cultivate your edge. It's like become uncomfortable, uh, become comfortable in the uncomfortable, you know? Mm. And was he like all shy because you think because uh, he's, he was kind of chubby or fower because he, it was gay, quote unquote, being sh- with your shirt off with, with another guy? You could, say, you could say it's like a gay thing. I think it was just that I hadn't seen him in a long time. He hadn't been to the gym for a while or whatever, and, and I hadn't either. And it's just kind of a feeling out process, you know. But also, I'd say like, um, I think it, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's weird because we, and I'll be, oh, I, I won't say that then. I guess, but I used a word when I was younger all the time that is not accepted anymore—a three-letter word, you F- know, um, the, the six-one-seven word. Is the 617 word, exactly. And that was like, when I was 10, like, we were saying that right. all the time to each other. You right. know, that was yeah. just culture. And so, um, um, but uh, yeah, and so, so like now I've moved out of that with my friends in a certain sense. But I see that where it's like, if you are showing some kind of weird weakness, there becomes this like, oh, that bro, that's gay or bro, you that's soft. this. Or, you know, these, yeah, just these not like yeah. these terms that are just like, let me demean you a little bit and compartmentalize you into something that I don't understand. And um, something I realized through all these conversations is like, as I start talking about sex differently, as I start talking about shadow work differently, as I start talking about, you know, um, anything differently, right? It's like the vocabulary expands. Like if we were going to talk about food, there's a billion ways to talk about food and describe food because everybody's talked about it. But but when you start talking about sex, since people aren't talking about it in our culture, there's not as many ways to talk about it, right? So if we have more conversations about it, what it does is it starts expanding the ability for people to have conversations about it and not think that something's obscure or wrong, but to understand the morality purely in it rather than the societal push of, of what that's saying. So I think, you know, in those situations, I don't know what it was for him or whatever, but what it was for me, it was just like, okay, I'm a little uncomfortable. I haven't <laughs> done this in a second and I'm feeling some uncomfortability there. Let's sit with this for a second. And then before you know it, I was like, Oh, I'm feeling fine. Like everything's normal. My friend's normal. We're chill. We're at the pool. Like nothing's wrong. You know, <laughs> you fought the shadow. Exactly. Shadow boxed. Damn. So we're 35 minutes into this thing, Clyde. And it was deep. I didn't know I was expecting that. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. You know, it's fine. You know, 
that's your story. I appreciate it for you being that open on my platform, you know, because you didn't have to tell that story. But let's get into, like, you know, the energy stuff. Friendly sure. energies. First question, though. Um, 44, is that a master number? Oh, um, so I have some private information on the 44 that I can't share because I got it from a specific source. Okay. And I respect that source. Okay. Um, and But... I would say that I think any double combination has significance. Okay. So, for example, I'm in a one era, and I'm in an eleven personal year, and the the harmonic one 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 to me, a hundred and eleven is big for me, and what? so I think I view that as a master in a certain sense. How do you know what and era so you're in? What's up? You can't give that information. Either. What what era you're in? How do you find out what era you're in? Yeah. I, okay. I, okay. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've worked hard to procure uh, some of these things, and I also um, we can we, we can talk. But yeah, it just there's a, a a a level of like there's gatekeeping, and then there's also earning, you know. And so like you have to earn the ability to be a certain type of numerologist, in my opinion. And and so like um, so we we can talk about that. But yeah, just the, the harmonic one 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 is like um, I view it as like a master power number for me. So when I, when I, instead of seeing 11, 11, I see one, 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 or I'll see, I'll see, um, I'll, I'll see one. And then I'll see like an 11 separate. And I'm like, well, there we are, you know? And like, so with the 44, I think the 44 for me, uh, why I embodied it with, so I did it on, um, uh, November 11th, um, which was a 44 day. Um, uh, cause it was 11, 11, uh, 2020, which is 11, 11, right? So there's your 44. And I think that the 44 for me is about this double structure of nature and order and that it breeds that karma and power, right? Because it's a karma, power, mm -hmm. money, right? Mm -hmm. You know that it's both yeah. sides of the infinity. But but what it is, is, is nature's vicious force and her loving embrace. And for me, it was like, I need to embrace both elemental structural sides, four sides of nature and her order in order to galvanize my power right and share karmic and in infinite information towards other people so that was the, the intention i put with my account and then i also the book that i'm writing on my account is basically my story and it's my karmic story if you will and so yeah i say like random different things but like i just posted before this episode and it was a journal entry of mine and so i'm just sharing little parts of me through it but i i really it's about embodying nature for me and and both sides of her structure and doing it in an infinite way you know what mm. i mean so what do you think um you know I, I don't know if you're familiar with the the jay-z album but he dropped the album 444 like what do you think he was you know, you know subliminally subliminally telling us so uh four plus four plus four right it's, it's 12. 12 3 so yeah yeah one, I, I, and rather than the three, I mean, let's just leave it at the 12, right? How important the 12 are in our world and in this, you know, in this matrix, mm -hmm. right, of everything. And so there's probably an element of him saying, like, this is a full completion of all sectors of the of the four, right? Because you have each, each in the 12, you have four different elements per person, per, uh, per cardinal sign, per mutable sign, per, per fixed sign, right? right? So you have earth fire air mm -hmm. and water mm -hmm. and so um there he is he's he's saying here's the first four elements here's the second four elements here's the last four elements full mm. completion so he, like basically putting like a almost like to say that like this album is going to transcend every astrological sign every elemental sign 
this album embodies all portions of nature, bringing it back to the 12. See, if I would have done 444 on mine, I'd be talking more about the completion of this cycle mm. uh, in the sense of like the whole cycle. Whereas I'm looking at it from the infinity perspective, the dualistic side of it, where I think the 444 is more like a harmonic element of like looking at nature and then looking at the wheel and, and the, and the four parts of the wheel. Mm. Um, if that makes sense. Mm. Or yeah. Yeah. The three parts of four in the wheel. That's yeah. What it is. Yeah. But so if, even if like in, if you add up someone's birthday and say it adds up to like you know sixty six or seventy seven whatever, you you're not so so you don't really reduce numbers that are doubled at all. If you know, can you say that or? I do. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally say that too. And well, uh, there's only there's only certain things that I can't say because um, I are, like basically sussed them out or figured them out myself, and I also think like that they would confuse people. Okay. You know, so in that sense, um, but to say like I I I I am a six, so I have that dyslexic thing. So I can see the numbers like they they go different ways for me, right? So I will reduce a forty four to an eight. But I I one of my friend's mothers is a forty four, and I was like I never would question her ability to be a masterful, you know, mm, person, yeah. right? I don't know that energy super well. And that's why I stepped into it and I want to. And there's other things I know about it that I've heard, but I'm just working with it now, just recent, you know. Um, but it's just like that where if it's order 55, like, of course, that's a master energy. Why wouldn't it be in, in as far as an amplification? But it's also a 10. It's also a 1. It's the same thing with the 33. It's a 6. Right. Like, we, we can't just think that these things are are static. Right. No, yeah. You I, know what I mean? They, I they have to be movable. They have yeah. to be pliable. Right. So, yeah. but so, so is it a is it a lie that the highest level of, of a master number you could be is a thirty three, or is that just because of we're getting it from a certain source? I think it's because you're getting it from a certain source, but I also think it has to do with the reality of the matrix being a triple trinity, right? Oh, okay, three trinities of three. So okay. I think the reason he caps it there. This is my own, you know, personal whatever. I've yeah. never talked to anybody about that yeah. actually. So you know. But I think, I think the reason he caps it there is because that really is the embodiment of the one through nine, nine cipher. You could mm. maybe cap it at 99 or something. But, you know, then you're starting to get into the weeds of the semantics of like, well, what does this mean and this mean? And so I think keeping it to the three, the 11, the 22 and the 33 um, is is part of that, of the, the number combination within the matrix of keeping a resonance mm. one through nine and so like the 22 right it's four for nature and order mm -hmm. but it's also like when you stack a block of two on top of another block of two you, you build it up right you you can really do that with two sticks like like with the 11s but with the 11s you can create a path and the 11 shows people the vision of the path right or they walk the path wow. the two you can build the blocks right and the three the double three you can almost do anything because you if you take three this way and three mm -hmm. this way. I know you're, you know, all of a sudden, what do we have? And Toroidal. They, oh, and shit. Right? You see what I'm saying? Damn. So, probably stuff like that. Uh, when I got my uh, reading from Gary himself, he told me that I was a, I wasn't a pure 33. <laughs> I started laughing because I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, yeah, because I guess I'm born the 28th. So, he said I'm, I'm six. I'm a partial six. And I can turn it on and off when I want to. And I'm like, bro, you can't just make up your own shit. <laughs> also, just like everybody gets that. 
everybody gets to work with what they have. Nobody, we're all energy scientists. You yeah. Know? We all get to work with it. It's it, that's so unfair to say that you don't get to work with whatever energy. Do you? Do we embrace? Do you think everyone embraces that one through nine energy the same way we embrace kind of all the zodiac signs? I mean, all the zodiac energies within us. Cause I feel like we all have like, we all have the same energies, and that's why I don't even like talking about like saying oh, I'm a 33 or I'm a this because then it doesn't take the ability that a two, uh, a three life path can be way smarter than me, you know? Like it don't take the ability of, of that. So I don't. That's why I don't like putting too much emphasis on all the energies and shit like that. Cause I feel like anybody's capable of doing all this powerful shit. <laughs> but why? Yes, but why is it that? Why, why is it that we're just? You know, well, why is it that the, the source says that when you're 33, you're the master manifester and you you can accomplish anything and you have a bit of da, da, da. But at the same time, he when he when he was telling me when he's when he's giving me like, yo, did you you know were you always like catching on to things quick when you were younger and da 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 and I, and everything was yes, I was always fast. So to an extent, it's real. I feel like being born on the 28th, having everything my whole life till this day, like that's some 28 energy. So is there some truth to it? I don't know, but. Do we should we get caught up in all the energies? Is what I'm saying. I would say um, we shouldn't get caught up in the fact that we have to be one thing. Okay. Just like your zodiac isn't one thing. Just like everything, you're never not one thing. You're constant. We're change. I changed already in this conversation. You know what I mean? Like so, to to say that I'm just one thing is so dimensionally false that I just. You know, I can't abide by that reality of like, that's the only way that life exists or that's the only way that these numbers work. And I've seen them in, and we're about to talk about enemy years and this stuff. And I've seen it in this uh, fashion with this enemy energy and working with it. I mean, all of my clothes that I wear have certain uh, Chinese astrology. Mm -hmm. Like I'm literally trying to embody the element of being this kind of scientist and practice and like literally practicing with that stuff, like not um, not sugarcoating it, actually getting in and, and doing the work and and looking at different synchronicities and stuff. So um, I'll tell you about so I'm a dragon. We can. Right. And I'll tell you about the um, the, the dragon and the dog. Right. From my perspective. So I for many years had a dog and he was like a really beautiful yellow lab mm-hmm. and um, just a great, great dog. And, you know, my life was fine, but I also didn't give him the quality of life that he deserved there. We had a farm and he was there, but he was there by himself a lot, mm-hmm. like a lot, a lot. Right. And it's just like a, a, just a situation of life, just a reality of, of like things happening and everything. And, um, and so I came back from a pretty tumultuous summer, which is a whole different story. And when I got back into the Vegas area, it was really hot and um, it was about like you know, 10 in the morning or something. And it was like 80 degrees and it felt good to me. Um, but you know, my lab had been up in the mountains all, um, summer and, you know, wasn't alchemated to it. So I took him on this big run. Right. And, um, I was pretty unconscious towards the end of the run as far as like not being present and aware. Right. And I kept running him and he kept going. And before you know it, he's overheating and his blood's not clotting correctly. And I've got to put him down. And basically, like, I'm the one who, like, ran yeah. that I, I'm I, he is following me. Right. And I'm the dragon and there's the dog. Right. So here's this here's this energy this is what we're talking about. Opposite energies. Right. 
and it, it tore me up dude you know because i'm like i i just ran him into the ground like yeah. i didn't think about the heat i didn't think about these things i wasn't pre- present in this moment or whatever yeah. it was so tough for me and um and so i didn't you know that was always something that stuck with me that story and then i um i haven't i went to get a dog uh 2018 and i got one and he's beautiful beautiful little um lab healer mixed rescue awesome little rusty awesome dog and then i started learning about uh chinese astrology and opposite energies and mm-hmm. like the dog's opposite energy and it's like interesting all right and and i'm you know i asked gary i'm like what do you think about a dragon with a dog and he said never and i was like hmm uh okay so i i was like okay i guess i gotta get rid of my dog in that sense like just kind of blindly following it but then you know as like that reactionary part and then i was like okay well let's let's uh let's monitor this let's check this out what's my life look like when i'm with him what's my life look like when i'm not how do i feel energetically how does he feel energetically the dog you know and what's this relationship and what it did i just started noticing i i was deteriorating in certain ways his quality of life wasn't as good in certain ways and i'm like oh i really actually this energy is actually holding me down in a certain sense um then bringing me up mm-hmm. and so I, I eventually rehomed him uh, and i have no idea where he's at but i hope he's doing very well and i think he is oh he didn't um, die just... he didn't die no oh so that the, the original dog did die oh you got another one like, okay this was years later so okay. that was in like 2011 or so or 2013 that my dog died and then in 2018 just before i started getting into numerology and chinese astrology i was getting this other dog Mm, to to test it out. Well, I just got one because I wanted it, and then and then I oh, and then you came across the information. Like, the dog, and then I started monitoring okay. the the actual like, okay, how does this energy work? And so one of my best mentors is a dog, you know. But we don't talk a lot all the time, right? We'll t- we have spurts where we're really close, and then like a year, six months, haven't talked, no big deal, yeah. no big deal, you know, taking a break from it. But I've seen enemy energy help be helpful too. We can get into that. that um, yeah, for sure. Well. For sure. Let's get into that because and I mean you probably can't even get this give this information now, but I know there you can beat your enemy year. I know you can overcome your enemy year. Um but even you saying that sometimes your enemy year can work you know, can work for you. It's interesting. Um because yeah, because I think it, the scarier year is your year. Really? To be honest. Yeah, because I think in the enemy year you're going to be placed with you might have an injury you might have i was in a seven personal year when i got my motorcycle accident um so like those things are real you know in my opinion um but i think when you come into your own year like 2024 dragon year i'm so pumped because i know it's going to be hell for me and i'm just excited about it really i'm excited in the fact that like it's going to be such a challenge because it's the level up oh you're gone you've gone back to the full you've gone through the whole cycle yeah and now it's saying, can you level up? Can you be a different dragon? Okay, here we go, you know. Whereas the dog will put, you're halfway there when you come to your enemy year in the cycle, right, of the 12. Because oh. there's 12 signs, right? So you're, you're halfway there at six. And so the, what, the, what your enemy year is just going to perpetuate that negativity for the next six years that's going to help you transform. Because you're going to get a lot of positivity too, but the, the, the enemy year is like that marker that keeps you like, um, honest, mm. right? It, it says you can't cheat. You like we all can't cheat death. The enemy year is like the same kind of thing. You can't cheat the energy. Mm. You have to just abide. 
Yeah, because my synchronicities when it comes to my enemy year was I got a car accident that year, so. But I did graduate that year too, you know. But I did have a ghetto graduation. Like cops showed up, and yeah, it got crazy. Riots. <laughs> well, your whole class that's graduating was rooster. Yeah. And they do that on purpose, you know, and everybody graduating in a cat year, right? So it sets you up for failure. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody's graduating in their enemy year. Every single person that comes out of high school when they graduate high school, unless they've been held back or something, is graduating in their enemy year. Really? 100%. Because it's 12 years of school, huh? It's 18. Yeah. Which would be 12. Oh, oh yeah. Half, damn. More. Yeah. Everyone yeah, graduates yeah. Their, their enemy year? That's wild. It sets yeah. you up for failure. Damn. The system is against you, dude. They, it's not a joke. Like, but this is what I tell. This, this is why I tell people: you guys got to get into this type of shit. Like, fuck the psyops, fuck all that. Get into the numerology, astrology. Get into the occult wisdom because this is what they use. This is what they use to run our world. And you have to know to play the game at a fair advantage. Stop being left behind, y'all. Like, I'm not saying I know it all either, but I feel like I have a little head start to where I see the bullshit now. I see. When information drops on certain days, I see this DMX's funeral was on a sixth day, you know, like for family, you know, like, like they yeah. do that shit on purpose, man. Like, it's so many synchronicities. It really, it really can be as complex or as simple as you want it. And the best numerology I've seen, the best astrology I've seen is the unconscious kind. Like, mm. for example, my mother, my mother moved to this home and I, um, I check in the address, you know, I'm to crunching the numbers and I'm looking at the astrology and I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. This is so awful. She's, she's in her enemy city in her enemy house and, and this and that, you know, and I'm like, no, no, yeah. like, panicking, right? like, this is nonsense in a sense. And as I've watched it unfold, cause now I'm mindful of it. So now I'm going to monitor just like I'm doing with my clothes. Like, you know, how do I mo monitor right. the energy, monitoring the energy? Just, we got to test it. That's yeah. what scientists do. Right. And as I've watched it, I'm just like, oh, mom, you're so brilliant. Like she had the numbers and then the the, the energy and then the people that are coming in and out of it, all, of, the, of her home and all this stuff. I'm like, I can see it's very protected. I can see it's it's very much her design. And she wouldn't know it like because it would take a lot for me to explain it in a way that she actually understand. But what I see is her her eternal being had created the situation. And so when you're unconscious and eternally creating, you know, that's also the best. You know? Yeah. But if you're wanting to level up and you want to take more charge of it, you know, you get into the weeds like I'm doing. It's like I still see have that beautiful stuff behind the scenes. But now I get to kind of tinker a little bit, which to me is comfort and safety rather than just being kind of unconscious about it. I want to be a little bit more conscious. I want to be in the game together and doing it. But a lot of people, it being just being aware of it is good enough, you know, because then then divinity and yourself, your eternal self will kind of put it all together for you. And you'll just start to see why you do, did the things you did, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah. I was subconsciously doing, you know, creating. Yeah. that. I'm trying to level up, bro. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. That's why, sure. that's why, you know, I, just, I, I don't put too much emphasis in like the numbers and the dates and stuff. But even when I do drop stuff and I release things, it is based on a certain day. You know, conspiracy dropped July 22nd, 2020, the only 33 day last year, you know, on a 22 day. So I just, that was, that's on, I was, certain shit's on purpose, 
definitely. But I don't like getting caught up either in the whole, the energies and because some some people well, like mean, you honor you honor me today by this being a uh, it's a nine month right double eleven day double eleven have, day it is yes exactly so you honor my energy by uh, having me on an eleven day because my energy is eleven or whatever and then you also honor like a completion your 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 pods maybe changing a little bit with the nine and um just the way it is you have the two and the nine and then you also have since it's a double we have the three and the eight you know because that would be the life path of today right so mm. whoever's born today would be you know very powerful 11 or, or have a lot to a lot of challenge um but could do a lot of great things but just to say like these little synchronicities we just threw it out let's jump on thursday and to me it's like oh thank you divinity you're like in just a subtle small way i'll, I'll say thank you for it yeah you know i'm grateful for these little these little things that speak to me so it really is how much somebody wants to take it i mean because so i went to florida just recently and had a very powerful experience i just um, i wasn't talking like about say, florida too that's funny go ahead i'm sorry we, yeah you were just were you just there my parents stay out there but you know i i would go out there often but i was gonna say that even that, you know, I didn't know it was a snake state, and that's my soulmate. That's my soulmate sign. So I, I, I fell in love with Miami, bro. I don't know. If, I think Miami's a monkey city, but I fell in love with my with the Miami and Florida, and and I didn't know why. And I, when I looked it up, I'm like, that's why the energy's there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, and and there's vibes. You know, and sometimes, you know, sometimes signs don't do well under their own energy as well. So you want to be around your friends instead of maybe your own right but sometimes you want to be in your own it just kind of depends you know it's like just how you feel but when i went into florida you know it's the ox year so i went in with to the snake so that's good for that was mm. good combination right yeah and i went into a dragon city and um when i got there to volunteer at this place there was a a, a cow on neighboring property that had wandered into a pond and died right and and we had a tractor so they had i'm literally there for like 20 minutes half hour and he's like hey we need to go bury this cow and i'm like well, that's interesting i'm a tourist it's an ox year mm. <laughs> and and um, and so i'm like okay and he's like this doesn't happen like you know this isn't like a common thing for them to do to go like have to do this or whatever so we go over there and i'm looking at this cow and it's you know freshly dead and i'm really like feeling a lot of things and like I'm putting my hands on it to, to, you know, strap it up and get so we can tractor it out of there. And then we get it over to where it was buried. And I was just watching, you know, it's lips and like, as it being dragged and just like the very, very visceral, just taking it all in really just feeling the spirit of that cow. And before we started burying it, I said, Hey, let me, let's have a prayer, you know? And I, and I, so I said a prayer and in the prayer, I said, uh, you know, we're so grateful for this example of, of death and the process of life. And we're so grateful for this cow, it, you know, sh sharing its spirit with us and, you know, some of these kinds of things. And to me, this, that trip going to Florida was about my ancestry. It was about my posterity and it was about my ancestors. Mm. And I feel like that cow was an ancestral spirit passing so that I could enter, right? And give me, and, and what I felt is I am in the direct center of my lineage. Right. I'm very I'm present in my lineage and I'm holding now a space in this world that no other ancestor can hold. Mm. You know, I've stepped into and I feel like that that my ancestors helped me get there and then have moved out of the way 
to let me step into that position as I will one day. Right. And, and nobody else would look at that in that sense and say like this and that, but I'm looking at the energy. I'm looking at yeah. the astrology energy and I'm looking at all of it. Even my Taurus sign, which isn't Chinese, but I'm putting it all together because all of it's me. Yeah. Right. And we're like, you're not one dimensional. You're all of these things. So use everything you got, you know, because you only get one shot. You know, So go for it. Right. And so I just look at that story and I'm like, step into your power like this is, you know, and recognize the signs when they come and be grateful for them and thank divinity mm -hmm. for them because then she will show you more and more. And I keep saying she, but you'll just see more and more, you know. That was beautifully said. I like that. Have you been to Key West? The Keys? No, well, I, I popped in Miami for one night and I uh, just checked it out, grabbed some food, and then I flew back here. I went That's to where I, I, yeah. I went to Key West and uh, it was interesting because, bro, they got roosters everywhere. Like, they everywhere. And I didn't know it was like that, you know? So I'm there and I'm like, why is it? Because they had all the rooster paintings and shit. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy that there's roosters here. And I, I was there for my birthday. It was the 28th. That was my Saturn, my Saturn return. The 20, I turned the 27th. This was October 2020. And I'm there, and I'm just like, nah, I, I had to be here the, today. And I did the sunset on the water, you know, on the boat, like super Scorpio vibes, just water vibes. Like, I, I, it's like same thing you, you say. You take it all in, and it's like, nah, I'm supposed to be here. Like, conspiracy. And that's the day I dropped the Human Vibration episode. And that's the day that it really, the, the podcast really just flipped and started put me in a whole different world with all these beautiful souls that I've been connecting with. So, like that day was very powerful and that was the day that i also got um i got injured i messed up my ended up getting my back well i just slept wrong and my back got super stiff and stuck and when i came back from my trip i had a so i started my chiropractor stuff so since november i've been i just finished my chiropractor stuff i'm about to finish physical therapy soon so it's crazy bro I also for my accident i have some spinal stuff so it's a it's a process it would take years i'm still i'm four years removed from my five years removed from my accident close Damn. to five and it's just a process you know just keep keep stretching yeah keep moving you know follow the follow the routine yep and it just slowly slowly get that back into position where your body can you know feel comfortable and strong again and you know it's definitely a process with that and i i feel that with the energy as far as just like different points in time you know you need to be right where you are and you're shown and you know it's it's a beautiful beautiful thing you know and even um, stepping into this year, yeah. you know, being an ox year and my friend year, you know, like, and it's crazy because I told my mom and I'm like, mom, cause my mom's an ox. I'm like, mom, it's your year. I'm going to level up this. You're going to level up this year. And I think like a few days later, it's because she had came into town to, to you know, be with me while I was you know, on Bedrest and stuff. And when she was here and then like a few days later, she ended up, she's like, wow, I just got offered for an, uh, a raise in a higher position or something like that. And I'm like, I'm telling you, like, it's your year. Mom. <laughs> and so you know, she'd be, she'd be believing in it. She'd be hearing me out. It's just interesting, you know, all this, all this stuff. I have, and that kind of, it is weird, like, do you vibrate, like, with certain numbers differently? Like, I don't know why, what it is, but I really click with 11s and with 7s. I don't know what it is, but I really click with them easy. <laughs> You're an 11, I don't huh? know if he's made it public, so I, I won't say it, but, they, but the 33, the 7, and the 11, when they get together, beautiful, beautiful I, stuff. I asked Gary that in my reading. I'm like, because he asked me, like, I had any questions. I'm like, well... I'm like, why is it that I click so much with these with sevens and elevens? And he goes, he, all he said was, "Smart people like smart people." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's true too. He he likes to say just kind of that basic, which is true, you know. So yeah, it's yeah. Just interesting. I'll, I'll say this about astrological energies and stuff is, uh, right now we have we just had the pink moon in in Scorpio, 
right? And you're a powerful Scorpio, and it's for the Taurus. The Taurus is ruled by Venus, you know, mm-hmm. rose quartz, like, you know, pink and sensual and beauty. And we have the beautiful, powerful, you know, uh, fierce-looking Scorpios, you know, and shining that pink moon for, for the Earth, right? And just like, so how I read the energy is there's literally four Scorpios, four very powerful. All of them have extreme different power energies. And, and all of a sudden, I hadn't been interacting with them. But then the moon comes around, this moon, the Scorpio moon, and in my season, and I'm back home for a minute doing these little ceremonies, and this Scorpio's talking to me, and this Scorpio, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, all of my powerful Scorpio friends are conjoining with me because we're going to create some beauty here for mm. and enjoy each other's company and all this kind of stuff. And really helping me transform into more of who I want to be, which is what Scorpio is really great at. That's why you guys are the most powerful healers is because you really get into the depth of the water, right? The Scorpio is the most powerful healer for sure. I mean, one of them, if not the most, I mean, Santos kind of talks. Yeah. There's a video he put out, but oh, just man. to say I'm like still watching that. that reality of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So I view energy like that. It's not static for me. It's I read and then I resonate with other numbers and I'll mess. I'll, I'll talk to anybody. I'll, you know, get involved with anybody, that kind of stuff. But like, you know, if you're in my sphere, one, you're probably a magical person because my resonance now just is not allowing for for that to come in. If you're not if you're not creating magic in your world in some way, mm-hmm. you're probably not interacting with me. Right. Mm. And and um, even if that's uh, unconsciously. And then the other part is, uh, too, is like I can hold space. I can deal with, you know, any types of energy. But um uh, you know, I can only take so much a- as well, right? And so, if I'm not vibing with that, I, I don't mind engaging. But then I also I got to go get my own time. I got to go decompress. I got to go take my own space. Whatever it is, you know what I'm saying. So finding that balance for you when you're interacting with friends that maybe are prickly or maybe present shadow, present negativity, right? And you know, then reconsolidating in space and in strength, and then coming back again in strength. Mm. really helps you to work with that energy it's just the practice mm-hmm. it's it's getting in and doing the rhythmic work with it i like that it's just it's all interesting to me bro and i I love it i love this is what i'm on now i like i want to talk about energies and frequencies and all this stuff because how how much longer are we gonna talk about psyops and everything fake okay we know you know i'm real though i know i know i'm real so Let's create and, some and magic. It's an important <laughs> angle to talk about that for um, for people getting into the space, you know, because it, it really kind of opens like flat earth really opened my mind yeah. and, and allowed me to see other things. So for people who can get it that way, True. great, you know, like but we also need to open the space like you're talking about to new conversations, new and new vocabulary surrounding energy work, surrounding understanding astrology. Like you say, it was female dominated space. It was turn off for you. It's like, I want guys to see me and be like, holy shit, this guy is using astrology and numerology all over the place. And he's going wild with it. And he's practicing. And just that's what he's doing, you know? I got my homies using, hitting me up. Like my, my homegirl hitting me up like, yo, uh, when do you recommend I drop my project? And I'm just like, I'm like, I always tell them, do you. But if you're, if you, if you're asking for my preference, I'm this day, you know? So they're like, okay, thank you. I like to have people tell me what days they think. Or like give me you know like when somebody comes and they're like hey can you give me some advice i'm like well what are you thinking first let's mm. really get into what your thought process is okay where your so energy's at 
So okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you this: Do you think it was a good idea the day that I dropped conspiracy, based off this, based off what I wanted? I wanted to be influenced. I wanted to be a voice. I want to build something up, and be this powerful platform. Do you think that was a good day to drop? Well, so and what was the day? July twenty second, twenty twenty. It's a thirty three day. Yeah, it is, huh? I mean, so the thing with the master energy, right? <laughs> Spill the beans. It's that uh, you know how I was really heavy at the start of this podcast, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. A lot of people can't handle that master energy because right. it's heavy. Uh-huh. It's hard to deal with sometimes, right? So it can have mass influence, but you also, you know, you're narrowing in the sense of like some of it might, you know, some of it's going to hit deeper because it's master energy. So when you use that much master energy in your thing. But like you, the seven's there. So the seven and the 33 are there. Very good. Then you have the mm. four and the four, right? Very good, mm. right? Together. And so, if, you know, when you're that combination is beautiful. So with what you're going for, yes. And also, I think it's interesting that you're talking about finding a balance. Uh, and when we when we were off air, and you're like, I'm thinking about trying to hold on, hold you know, on, balance this. And that and that and July was an 11 month. Yeah, so you have all three masters. That's why I was on purpose. And that's the thing. Look at your pod. Look at who comes on. It's everybody from all walks of life, all kinds of masters. You had a shaman. You have a woman talking about the world being fake. You have, <laughs> you know, plasma apocalypse. Like you're having all types of masters come in here. This is a masterful container, you know. This is a container for the masterful to show themselves, right? Ah. That's what your pod is, a place where the masterful can show themselves. Damn. So yeah, I'd say it's a great. It was a great day in that sense, you know. But also, um, maybe a negative would be that you're looking to create some balance in your life currently, or whatever. And and with that, it's like, that's the master energy. Sometimes we can't always be sitting in master energy because then if, you know, if you are always sitting in something beautiful, then you never realize how you know how mundane that is. I'm it's like, like Jordan Peterson. Go ahead. I say like, I'm not gonna lie though when I. <laughs> When I found out, I did my numerology, and I'm like, oh, I'm a 33. I started feeling myself. When I, when I found out about 28 means something, I'm born the 28, I started feeling myself. You know, when I found out I'm a Scorpio and what it really means, I started feeling myself. When I found out I'm a rooster, I started <laughs> So it's like, I don't even know, bro. That shit just, it's just... You should. Everybody should. They should be so proud of themselves, right? Because they're all <laughs> eternal, right? And we all kind of co-created this. So be proud of who you are, you know what I mean? And and own it and, and love it and embrace the the things that make you you yeah you know what i mean yeah okay so you think conspiracy would have made more sense dropping on a 28 day no you're good you're good you, you you're eternal man you're all oh, you're we're you know we're just jamming i'm chris x matt exactly and chris x matt <laughs> and yeah what i was just saying with the master is just like it jordan peter said it but be- jordan peterson said it best he was like he's like man if you're gonna you watch out if you're gonna try and make something beautiful. He said, watch out, watch out. Because when you make something beautiful, so beautiful, right? And I'm a Taurus, beauty. Mm-hmm. You know, we and you're you know, we're opposite sides, we get this. But when you make something so beautiful, what it does is it um it makes all of the ugly around it really ugly. It really shows the ugly because because they don't exist together in that sense, other than by opposite nature. So when you're when you're making this beautiful podcast 
and it, you know, or when I'm making, when I'm sharing my beautiful story and I hit adversity, right. it's like, great. That's the ugliness that's going to show up because oh, yeah. I'm, I'm moving into my beauty, you know, and it's a part of it. So it's too much light. Yeah, exactly. It's too much. I brought, that's why I got to start my normie podcast back up because yo, I got something, I have to have, to have something to fall back on. <laughs> And a little balancer, little balancer for sure. Yeah. Balancer, bro. I need that balance back in my life, you know, definitely because now it's just about having fun with it. Because you know, I know about the cults and all the shit that Hollywood does and the music industry. Does. So now it's fun, like to point it out and see it and not let it get my loose, but I still enjoy the content that's being presented to me, you know, because I don't, I don't get emotionally attached to it no more. Cause before you know, look, look what a facilitator you are. Look what a teacher you are by bringing teachers in and listening to them teach. Mm, right? Yeah. It, like the best teachers are students. Like you know, I said it many times. I think you told me that last like, time. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah, I think you told me that last time, bro. I think you said that on the last episode, and I and I, I carry that with me too. I still to this day, you know, that I I feel like. Yeah, I remember. I forgot how you said it, but you told me you're a teacher, but at the same time, you know, you're still being a student, and you know that's that's the magic of it. And um, I never thought about it too much, but then it resonated more and more as the weeks passed. And I'm like, damn, he's, he was right. Like, I do feel like I'm a teacher in a way to a lot of my peers and my people in my circle, my community. But then these people that I'm learning from is they're the real teachers, in my opinion. They're the ones that got the real knowledge. I'm just reci- I'm just reciprocating what they're saying. I'm, I'm just, you know, re- just re-saying what they're saying in a dumbed-down version. That's it, you know? <laughs> I'm just me, you Same. know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel that. I mean, and what a great space. I mean, look at all the connection it's brought. Look at all the wisdom it's bringing to you and to people in your circle and everything. Like, you know, bro, so like when, the connections we, I made. We, we have, we need to do it with intention for sure. <sighs> Man, energies, energy. So, um, yeah, like, isn't it weird that the the full moon happened on that double eight day and eight being, you know, the, the eight sign Scorpio, like, you know, like shit like that is what makes me believe it more where's like how does this sync up the way it does and then they say that mm-hmm. the, the the is going to be shining at the highest at 11 33 p.m i don't know if they just make that up but what are the odds if it is true like what are the things like how does it sync so well like that well <laughs> um have you ever seen have you ever been to a clockmaker's shop no no, or you, but you've seen a video of like a clock taken apart and all right. the little yeah. pieces, right? It looks so intricate and so overly complicated, but all it's really doing is moving two little hands around a circle, right? Very basic thing. But behind it is this crazy amount of con- contraption. You know what I'm saying? So when you see the time, 1133 and the eight, you're seeing the little circle with the two hands and it's waving at you. And behind that is this clockwork of everything masterfully woven. Because in my opinion, I think we're all just expressions of a a high God, a high power, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just us expressing ourselves in these really complex and unique ways of infinite patterns and creation. Right? So there's this infinite clockwork happening. And when we get the synchronicity, it's like, Oh, that's that's cute, you know. This is a cute watch I got on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Clyde, what do you recommend uh, or what do you advise people to do in their enemy year and 
when is their year? Like what you know, or on their friendly friendly year? Like what do you, what do you, what should they do? Should they buy houses? Should they buy a car? You know, what should they do when it's their year and when it's not their year? I would say when it comes to big purchases, just let your don't overthink it. Okay. Just go by your gut on the big purchase. Um, is you know because whatever happens with those big purchases, will if what, you go by your gut, you'll be fine. Well, okay. Let me, let me let me phrase the question. What if this? What if the people that are listening to this want to follow and practice this type of science as well? What you know, speak to those type of those people, so we don't go based off the ones that I I get what you mean. You know, not just do you. Don't worry about the energies. I get that, but the ones that actually want to practice and be intentional, what would you tell them? I can't give away all my secrets here, Chris. Well, give the ones that are out already. Give the ones that we know about. <laughs> give the ones that we know about. I'm just I don't know. I'm just joking as far as because a lot of this is my own beats as far as working with the energy. Like like you know, in the GG community, they right. don't really give out a lot, right? So this is all me just practicing. Um, so I'll, I'll t- so what about I'll the ones that ask your first question and then I'll do that. Yeah. And then can you speak on just what GG has given up? Because they talk about, you know, enemy years and Gary says, you know, you shouldn't buy clothes that is not yours or the, you know, cars that you should drive. Don't sleep. Oh yeah. We, we need to talk about the sleep, uh, the sex thing. Mm. With, with enemy, enemy energy, talk about right? that one. Go. Okay. So <laughs> we'll do it in three parts. Okay. We'll do first the years, okay. what you should do in those years. In my opinion, again, and I'm just yep. going to say this right mm-hmm. now. This is all my opinion. Yes. This is what I've viewed from energy. This is where I'm at with it. And it's going to keep changing and I'm going to keep testing and growing. So, yes. you know, stick along for the ride if you want yes. or whatever. But Follow so Cly. In your, in your enemy year, right, <clears throat> what you want to do is you just want to have an air of caution, an air of understanding that you're in molasses or you're in a friction point. And, and things are going to happen that you might not understand, but just like, like that shadow work, sit with it for a minute, be present, observe, don't react in, in the enemy year. Don't react. That's what I'd say. Mm. Don't react to things, observe, then respond. Right. And I'd say that all the time in the friendly year, you don't react negative. Like don't just instantly react, but get unconscious, go for it, Mm. run into it. If it's hard, Get in there and like go, 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 go. Like, because this is the time to level up. Right. And so you might have a very hard adverse challenge, or you might have this really amazing break, like getting getting new money and getting like your mom getting a promotion, right? And it's like, go for it. Dive right in. Don't even think about it. React. You know, okay, yes, of course I yeah. want a promotion. Hell yeah, I'm ready to step into that. Like, boom. You know, so I would say it's more of like in the enemy year, it's it's caution, it, it's it's response, right? And in the in the um, in the in your year, it's it's a react and unconscious. Get get channeled with it. Just run that year, you know. Just enjoy. Can, can I stop you right there, real quick? If I get presented with the job opportunity right now, with I'm making more money and a higher promotion, higher level in the company, whatever, and I take it, right? In my enemy year. Now, let's say it's a good gig that's being presented to you, but it could also, in the long run not be the best because you signed it in your enemy year, correct? Well, so yeah, 100%. John Gruden, right? He's an example that's been used in the GG community publicly. Okay. And he signed a um, contract with the Raiders in his enemy year. Mm-hmm. Tons of money. Great job. But re- the reality is, like, he had this great reputation as a coach. And for the last so many years, he still has a good rep. It's not that. But, like, who who's talking about him? Mm. Who He's irrelevant. The Raiders somewhat relevant, not really relevant. You know, they might be here soon or whatever, but just to say is like, that's some hardship. He got a reward. Sure. But there's, he lost his, 
his ego, his credibility. I don't know. You know, it's just different. He's different now. Right, right? Yeah. And so when you make that exchange, you know, when you take a large sum of money in your enemy year or you, you know, you don't, you stick to your guns, quote unquote, um, you, you give away your energy or your power maybe to, to the world a little bit. And you're just, it, now you're just a product of, of the, the rat race mm. rather than being the, the controller of it. Right. That's a good way you're to now put saying, it. okay, world, like you presented me with this money that I, and I wasn't strong enough to say no to it. So now whatever you want to do consequentially to me, okay. You know, I just accept, I have to just kind of accept it now because I accepted that money. Mm. It Whereas like in your friendly year, you're like, oh, I accept the gift. Okay. Uh, I, I, you know, here's the benefits or whatever. If you say no to that money in the enemy year, right. Then divinity might say, oh shit, this mm. guy's on something. Mm. Okay. All right. You get to control more. I'm not going to put that other challenge in your face. Yeah. You don't got to deal with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So going back to the second part of the, the second yeah, part. Yeah, what was the second part of the question? Um, Before the sex thing with the uh, enemy sign. And then the, uh, what to do on your the your your friendly years or your year. Yeah, so yeah, your year just be unconscious. I think we're missing something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, what but... was it? Uh, just not going based off the energies? Like just subconsciously doing it? Yeah, so that would be your friendly year. So we can go to the sex thing. Maybe we'll circle back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the GG community, they well, oh yeah, you said to talk about yeah. The GG community has given out a lot, um, uh, free information. It's, right. it's beautiful. It's wonderful, and I appreciate it. And I even commented on uh, Ringmaster Rams tweets today, today this morning, where uh, he was trying to boost followers for other people, and it just but and 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 I said you know gatekeeping, gatekeeping. Uh, information for followers is a low vibration activity and then mm. i said i guess we all have them but the thing is for me with that is like it's it's not the influence when you're trying to manipulate someone into getting more followers for other people by using occult information that feels like manipulation not influence and the whole point of clout is to be influential mm. you get more people and clout when you're influential right and so i don't think that you have to manipulate this is me I don't think you have to manipulate to get that influence. So to me, I view it that way. I'm sure he does it. And he's the, I'd say ringmaster rattle is the number one numerologist in the world. I, I put him above Gary because I have that much respect for him. Just, yeah, just my opinion. I, have you taken his and, deeper, um, his deeper nights class or no? Um, I took one of them, but uh, to be honest, I just haven't had the money. Yeah. And, um, and, and also I've just, I've, I'm, been into other things so i just kind of if it happens it will but i respect you know that space for sure yeah, and he's... i respect gary's space too and that's why i don't like i don't want to interfere or get involved in any of that and any of that stuff but just to say it's kind of like you know when we're looking when we're looking for things maybe in the wrong way some things go wrong as well too um and uh, not everybody really has that that secret recipe and so in the gg community they've given out a lot of stuff for free you can find out a lot but really to take it to that next level to understand enemy energies to get in the weeds and work with it you, they you don't really get that and and um and so and i don't know what it's like on the inside so i can't speak to how much that is but i assume that this because when i asked aaron win about it he's like study the chinese and i was like man i hate that fucking answer but like 
you're right. You know, like, like that makes sense. I got to study the, the story and the Chinese and have their astrology for decades. And that will tell me a lot more. And I'm just like, I just don't have time. Like yeah, I, I study so much stuff, you know, it's like kind of hard. So they're really good. But one of the big things they espouse is like, don't sleep with your enemy ear. Mm. Just creates catastrophe or whatever. And, you know, one of the girls that I loved the most was an enemy ear. Um, you know, and that was a tumultuous relationship and ended uh, poorly. But I look back and I'm very grateful to her for everything she brought me. And I'm grateful for all the lessons and just for her being her and co-creating with me at that time when I needed it, you know, mm-hmm. and me co-creating with her. And I'm grateful for how I showed up, even if it wasn't exactly the way I wanted to and to, you know, capitulate that love. But would I say that um, that was the worst thing that ever happened to me or anything? No. And I'd also say that there are many instances of people having kids in their enemy year. And it's mm. it's not these like it's not that hard and fast line. I think they say it because, again, to the common person, it makes sense when you just say just don't have sex with this person. Right. That makes sense. And it's basic and it's straightforward. And it, when you go into these complex conversations like we're having now, most people who are on Twitter can't get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so I think that the GG community packages it in a way where it's for a, a simplified version. But I think the reality is, is that like that energy is transferable. And I wouldn't say it's the best thing to sleep with your enemy sign, obviously. But I would say that there are uses and experiences that we all need to go through. And if you're overly, if you're too aware of, this and that and two trying to control i think it will bounce back on you and you've got to just roll with how you feel and what your intuition is telling you a lot as well mm. energies energy signs energy signs man it's a lot it's a lot of information man like people want to like you know i feel like people are gonna want to start you know applying some of it even at a small level, I feel like you should. Like, you know, just little cute shit like pricing your stuff at eight. You know, fuck it. <laughs> exactly. Or just um, on a one day, just uh, try something new every one day for a month. Okay, let's, let's, do, let's do this. For those who don't know. Um... No, no, that's not, no, I don't want to do that. You can't. Oh, can you, you probably can't even touch on this. Do numbers have enemy numbers? Yes, they do. Mmm. Gary told me I, he couldn't tell me that. I was like, "Boy, he said me sign up." I said, "Boy, I mean, of, course, of course. Why would why why would every every number together make like greatness?" I know, you I know, know, I, I mean? know everything like, has duality too. No, yeah, no. And all you have to do is really look at them and how they work. You know, it's like, why do you think nine eleven was such a catastrophe? You think those two numbers are probably good together? <laughs> Wait, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because one of my best friends. Is a nine LP born on the eleventh, and there's a way to harness it, right? Like, uh, like there's a way to harness it, right? Sure. Like again, flexibility. But just to say, if if nine is the completion of the world, uh-huh. and then the eleven is the spiritual visionary, you move to that master center, right? Mm-hmm. It would make sense that that completion and that new zone, there are new energies to each other, so mm-hmm. they wouldn't be that buddy buddy right because it's they're completely different energies whereas like eight and nine are a bit more of the world so they're probably okay in the sense of that they're closer to each other but when you go from nine to eleven you hit a whole different jump mm. you see what i'm saying it's whole different energy so why would those two those two are com- contrast as hell 
just like I would say one and two are contrast. I don't know that hard and fast on the one and two, but I'd say like one, you know, is male and two is feminine. Mm-hmm. Men and women clash all the time, you know what I mean? So like, um, so how you come, know, they're, it, how, yeah. How come, how come, I thought I'd cut you off, but how come a, a two life path, okay. is, a two life path isn't a thing? Uh, just because you're there, you, you can never add up two two. And so when you, when what do you mean? You, like, you can never add up to a, a singular, like, two digit. Oh, like shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And so the, the two itself has a specific resonance of a peacemaker, you know, right. and a harmony, the real womb of a woman, the two, the duality, the actual perfect duality. But the 11 is now the embodiment of the male duality twice. Right. And then the 20, mm. which is also 11, is now an amplified version of the two because it has the zero behind it. So the two is like amplifying it in a certain sense. And the, and it's resonating at that. And then you have the 29, which is and 38. And you can kept, kind of keep going from there. But that's just dope. Just say bro. That, like, I love that shit. Yeah. I love the number so stuff, I bro. The 11 straight as like double male energy working within the feminine. It's like two pillars. It's Boaz and Jack, Jakku from the tarot mm-hmm. it's the the two pillars for and the high priest i think it's the high priestess she's sitting between them and they're they're holding form in a uh, an emotional way like like a woman's womb right because mm-hmm. it's two because we're talking about the feminine the two right and so we're but we have it with two masculine two ones two, right yeah. so we have two masculine ones holding the feminine form too and so it's a very unique it's a combination of that spiritual ethereal, right? And then with, with with the 22, right, you have two twos holding up this structure of nature. So it's perfect balance of of duality. You have one duality and another duality and then a, a, a duality within them. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so because you, you have like the harmonizing of the two and then a harmonizing of the two and now all four making a harmony between it. It's like sacred geometry in there mm. when you kind of break it down like that. Have you have you ever met a a twenty two LP? Because I feel like I, I know I know people that are born the twenty second, but I only know one twenty two pure twenty two LP. And he's my little nephew, born the year of the rooster, and he's an Aries. He'll be powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a feisty guy. Yeah, uh, super. He'll be a fighter for sure. But I, um, the only other person I know that celebrity wise would be Kim Kardashian. She's a twenty two LP. But other than that, is I, I it's hard. I feel like it's hard to come across twenty two LPs. I know I've met one or two, but you're right. They are more rare. Yeah. And I, I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, so. 11s, I feel like 11s are everywhere. I feel like I see a, I see a uh-huh. lot. I, I vibrate to a lot of 11s. And 33s, uh, not too many. When I found out, when I, when I did my mom's numerology and I saw she was one, I was like, damn, mom, like, no wonder we homies like that. <laughs> well, and I just talked to this woman I was recently with, and there was – Three thirty-threes in the family. Shit. A, a twenty-eight and a twenty-two, not life path, but day, right? And I was just like, "Wow, this family is like, what is going on here?" You know. And like one of the, anyway, I can't really tell that story because it's not right. my story to tell. But just to say, like, you know, there is rarity, but some, but the rarity sometimes comes in clusters too. Where it's like a grouping of people who all like if you look at my family, everybody in my family has karma karmic in ties, myself included, you know, my imprints like kind of unique in many ways in the way I've dissected it. But just to say that when you look at families, you can start to see patterns within families too. 
of how they might have interacted over the years, the energy, you know, what what the what the theme was, what the family might have been like, yeah. what their focus was as a family. You can really start to like see that. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny because I I know there's one family, my group of friends or you know their family and everything. Uh, they're always like there's always a bunch of fighting going on, and then I did all the numerologies, and they're all one. They're all one LPs. I'm like, that's why y'all always clashing. Like y'all want to be lead. Everyone wants to lead here. <laughs> <laughs> Just have it out. Let's get. Let's get the bro. Fight. They love it then. All you of know, them were it. ones. I'm like, damn. Like, like, like. You know, one of them was an eight LP with one day energy. One's a one one LP six day energy. Everyone just. It's funny though because it's true. Like that's why that's why I start believing it. You know, because it's like, man, my brother's a four LP, worked for the government. Like, what are the odds? You know, like I don't know. Who knows, Clyde? Who knows how real this is? But I like the whole. Like I tell people, like I I believe in this to a certain extent, but I don't get hung up on it either. You know, like I am for 100%. just subconsciously just stuff just happens sometimes. You know, and I just feel like if you vibrate with a positive intention. That karmic shit's gonna just reciprocate, I feel like. But you can't have no malicious intent in you. You can't, like, envy others. You can't, I feel like you have to have all that negative shit out of you to really just manifest your world without even applying numerology, applying all this bullshit, you know, the, the numbers, the crystals. And because I feel like we just create the, that belief in our head that these numbers do something like that. So we put that intention into the number and we drop on a certain day and we put the, the number on the pricing or whatever. But in our head, we're telling ourselves, no, it's gonna sell because. Is at this price or no? Is gonna be this big project because it dropped on the thirty-three days? So I feel like we just put the power of belief into it and it happens. So it's that simple sometimes. Placebo. Yeah, placebo. Exactly, placebo. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say too. Just I'm I'm deep as fuck into this, dude. Like I don't expect other people to be this deep, but even with what you're saying, I shut it off all the time too because like it, like you say, it's 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 an ebb, it's a dance. You know, it's be conscious of it use it if you want but don't overly worry about it don't make it because it doesn't consume my life it might look yeah. like it no no it doesn't but, but to me it doesn't you know it, it's just part of what i, I enjoy it it's fun for it's me fun. because the stones the crystals the astrology they're all tools that are here regardless of whether we want them or not the numbers are here the stones are here and so let's have fun with them let's use them let's enjoy these 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 tools and let's view them as exactly that tools for our intention mm -hmm. and 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 showing the world and communicating with mother earth and her, her world and saying hey hey mother earth like you know this is our intention this is the stone i have what do you think and she's like bro okay, great while you're Love saying it. while you're saying all that we're in the we're in the hour 33 minute of this recording and it's 11 47 while you're saying all that that's funny <laughs> <laughs> so divine design my mom always said yeah divine man design. and if we do live in a matrix it only makes sense that it's coded and if shit's coded it's a simulation then numbers apply and i and i the way the reason i believe in the whole numerology shit too is because that's a universal number if you see 10 rhinos coming your way you're gonna be fucking that just I mean the amount of that is you don't have to say anything you're gonna see 10 and be like oh shit I'm out but if you see one you might get scared too but it's like okay I can probably you know hide from him or do something because it's one but when you see a group of people coming your way it's like oh shit I'm gonna get jumped I'm out you see one it's like a different approach you know you don't have to say anything it's just visually the numbers are there numbers are powerful it's the first language the universal language and that's why I believe in numerology supersedes all the other shit for sure I love how you just put that beautiful Clyde Warren bro um it's an amazing episode again 
amazing conversation yeah thanks for letting me express myself i really appreciate it and i i really appreciate being able to just say how i what i feel here and i feel like the conversation was super respectful uh, to to the people outside of it yeah yeah, and yeah what they've worked for and i really respect that about you is that you care and respect a lot of people in the space i do bro. and the container you've created here is really uh, exemplifies that and you're letting the masters come in and be masterful and beautiful in your space and i just want to commend you for that and i see you brother and thank you so much thank you bro thank you thank you for your knowledge thank you for your wisdom thank you for blessing my show because you know that conversation was it was it was dope you know i go back all the time and i recommend it to everyone just the title itself that's why i called it atomic science because i knew it was going to catch people's attention i'm like y'all gotta push play on this and they'll you know everything the only white cover of the all my artwork is the only one that's a white cover so it was just like it just stood out differently and i didn't even know it was just some like you said subconsciously it just happened that way 22nd episode this one was intentional i got you on intentionally but the first one just happened the way it happened you know exactly sometimes we got to be intentional sometimes we just roll with it right no worries and that's the fun part though that's when you that's when you look back and you, like when something happens on a day and i do the numerology i'm like damn no wonder like yesterday was the 28th <laughs> but i didn't even think about i'm gonna talk about money with my homies today about all this shit because you know i ended up going to la and i was talking to them and we were watching uh started watching the joe budden podcast and they're dealing with their like contract issues and everything and i'm you know i'm kind of telling them like y'all like Eventually, all that's going to come our way, too. Like, these contracts, money's going to get involved. Like, we're homies and everything, but we're build, if we build a business, contracts are going to get involved. And we're talking about money and all this, and I didn't think, oh, I'm going to do it because it's the 28th. I'm going to link up with y'all. And then when I when I came back home, I'm like, damn, it would be the 28th, and we're talking about all this money shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Just like today, I didn't think about it being the 29th until this morning I was like, it's a it's a double eleven mm -hmm. today, <laughs> you know. I'm like, oh, of course it is. Yeah, you know, what course. a great day. Let's enjoy today, then. You know, so I'm with you. It's it, be unconscious, be intentional, be yourself. Be yourself. More than anything, just be yourself. Be respectful. Respectful, be respectful, bro. Whatever you believe in, whatever you choose not to believe in, don't force your views on anyone else. Be respectful 100%. and let people live their life. And that's, that's why I tell people, I don't care no more. You want to go get vax? Go get vax. Do I agree? No, I do not agree. Let's not have that conversation, though. As long as you're fine, as long as you're not dead, bro, I love you. Let's keep, let's, you know, let's keep building. Well, I love whatever. you. Let's yeah, do it. I let's love just you. Let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, man. Let's move past this by, by just being in love with each other and recognizing everybody's different and your yeah. views are different. And if you're not going to try and control me, great. Exactly, let's bro. Just that's move it. Forward. That's it. Don't control that's me. That's it. Thank you, Clyde. Exactly. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you, Chris. You have an amazing day. Too, yeah, for sure. Thank you, bro. Have a nice day. Late. Man, these episodes just keep getting better and better to me. Like these conversations I don't have just with anyone. I can't have these in my inner I mean, yeah, I could have these in my inner circle. I can actually. I can I can start having those conversations in my inner circle. But man, you know, Clyde's a very insightful brother and I think he needs his own podcast. I've told him already. I told him on the air, but I had told him prior to that. He needs his own pod. He has a lot to say. He's a very smart individual. And um, and if you're learning certain knowledge by yourself, then go go spread that, bro. Fuck fuck a community really like that's really you know not trying to share information like that. And I get it. You know, protect your shit, protect your your business environment. I get it. I get it. I'm no knock to the community, nothing like that. But Clyde, you are knowledgeable. You know your numerology, you know your astrology, and they may be your ideas, but you also may be onto something. 
You can also be a master teacher, bro. You don't have to. You don't need that's that's the thing. That's why I hate this whole master energy, master whatever. Yes, I know. I I have fun with it. I get in my bag, and you know the way I am, kind of my energy backs up the way I am. I feel like to be honest. But you don't have to be a master energy number to be a powerful individual in this realm. You don't have to abide by astrology to you know only have you know, to to justify when you do good and you, you know do good in this realm because i feel like astrology is also a crutch to when you're doing bad and something's not the placements is wrong and that could affect it to an extent but when you get caught up in that shit you always have something to blame you can't always blame numerology and astrology you can't always blame that shit does it have a helping hand in some shit probably it's probably a hidden hand in a lot of shit but the reason I believe in it to an extent, the reason I apply it is because I see that these people that run this matrix, I see how they apply it. I see politicians sometimes that their term ends when it's their end when it's um their enemy year or they they get hired on when it's their friendly year. I think the 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 judge that Trump put into the Supreme Court was Amy Amy Barry or whatever her name is. Hey, I forgot what her name was. The latest judge after Ruth uh, Bader died. Um and it was her it was her year it was her i think it was her her friendly year that's just a small that's just an example that came to my head but shit happens i can yo i have this the matrix numerology from gary and the numbers guy himself you know i have a pdf file so it was, it was free and i can give you all the examples of of uh, politicians and war leaders that have uh, come into power and have gotten gotten out of power because of the enemy years and all that shit that's why I get intrigued because at what point at what point is something not a coincidence? At what point do you stop believing that it just happens? It's just an accident. Nothing just happens. But then again, that goes back to the conversation of uh it's already written or do you write it? That's you know, that's a whole different podcast. But shout out to Clyde Warren, amazing bro. Amazing conversation. I keep telling y'all, these conversations really are like therapy to me. It's really healing. Every episode is healing. It's amazing. Um, and I really recommend you guys go listen to our first episode, episode 22. It's called Atomic Science. We talk about the flat earth. That's initially why we connected. He wanted to talk about flat earth. He wanted to talk about, syn- uh, I keep fucking up that word, syncretism. There it goes, syncretism. He wanted to talk about the all that, the Taurus fields. And then... I reached out this time because I wanted to talk about enemy energies and he shared with us as much as he could. He shared with us the, the surface level information and I don't mind. That's fine. That's fine. This is just hopefully if you're listening to this and this is the first time you come across this stuff, hopefully you find interest in this and you go do your own digging. Because this is this is like I like I love this shit. This is stuff that I'm into now. Because it's not really conspiracies no more. It's really this really is a zodiac sign, why y'all believe it or not. There's a constellation, whatever the fuck. There's, there's a sky clock. There is a sky clock. The time you're born, the day you're born, it all it matters. It matters in this matrix. You have to you have to um use the energies to your advantage. That's how I feel. I mean personally. So when I'm giving you guys my examples in the beginning of the episode where I, the accident I was in my enemy year, uh, starting my pod in my in, in my year. When I'm telling you guys this example, that was awesome. That was awesome. I didn't know shit about this. So when you go back and you start piecing it together, that's the wow. That's when you're like, what the fuck is going on? This shit has to be some type of truth to it. There has to be some truth to it. And if you don't think that 
elections are based off astrology if you don't think that launch dates that corporations when they launch are based off astrology and numerology then jp morgan said it himself billionaires use astrology not millionaires billionaires use astrology not millionaires so shout out to the good brother Clyde Warren. I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. And I will see y'all next week. We out of here. Chris Piracy. Okay. Grab your folders in your bags. It's the end of class. Good looking Chris X Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in the next show. And grab your folders in your bags. It's the end of class. Good looking Chris X Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right here in the next show. And-